regulators. You regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn good, too. But you can't be any geek off the street. You gotta be handy with the steal, if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. Regulators! Mount up. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Warren G was on the streets, trying to consume some skirts for the E, so I could get some phones. Rolling in my ride, chilling all alone. Just hit the east side of the LBC on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. Seen a car full of girls, ain't no need to tweak. All of you skirts know what's up with 213. So I hooked a left on 21 and Lewis, some brothers shooting dice. So I said, let's do this. I jumped out the rock and said, what's up? Some brothers pulled some so I said, I'm since these girls peeping me, I'm gonna glide and swerve. These looking so hard, they straight hit the curve. Want to bigger, better things than some horny tricks. I see my homie and some suckers all in his mix. I'm getting jacked, I'm breaking myself. I can't believe they taking Warren's wealth. They took my rings, they took my rope. Oh, we're on? I, I didn't know we're on. Damn, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> and they all we're around. Wait. <laughs> 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 the damn music. <laughs> Jamie's I'm just enjoying the music. This is uh, Nate G and, and Warren from uh, no, Warren G. Warren Nate G. Dog. <laughs> it's somebody. It's somebody. I think they're both dead. Skip Kablowski. I know Nate Dog's dead. He's he's gone. He's left us. So yeah, Jamie's driving podcast. Back here, uh, Valentine's Day week. Yeah. Valentine's President's Day it was earlier this week. You could have faded that shit. <laughs> he's just he's new. He just fucking killed it. I did. That was the lowest volume. <laughs> <laughs> he just <laughs> it just went from like ten to fucking zero. I looked at hey hey <laughs> hey on the board it was at almost zero. Yeah. So I just busting your balls. The board is the master. Paul, producer Tom, Jimmy. Jamie Drum Podcast. You know what we forgot? Uh, what did we forget? Last week, what we did? forgot to uh, mention our sponsors. No, we, I said the Duck Pen, but I didn't say uh, Greg Klein's new venture. No, but you, but we didn't actually tell the people that we were sponsored by the DuckPin.com. That's right. We were sponsored by the DuckPin.com. Yeah, you got to make sure that you say that every week so we sell in <laughs> <laughs> a fucking bill <laughs> and we can come back and say, hey. Hey, hey, hey. How about some moolah? I mean, he's up to about eight. Nine hundred dollars at this point. Uh, more than that, I think he's he's in the four figure range at this point. Well, easily, <laughs> but I was being kind. You could have given him the discount. Yeah, family discount. Family discount. You know, he's we not. Have, we have to make sure we put the uh, the duck pin and whatever else that is in the notes when we go to YouTube. Sure. Oh, that's right. In the note, and then the YouTube's <laughs> coming up. YouTube's coming up for us next month. Yeah. So uh, last week we uh, did Never Ending Story. Yep. Hang on one second. What? Huh? Vamp. What? What the fuck are we doing? Okay. I don't know. So Tom, our producer, apparently doesn't know how to produce. So Jimmy has to show him. And now we're back to now. Yeah, don't worry. Next time I will have my laptop with uh, the, pro oh. the program Ooh. I know how to use. There we go. Oh. 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 He's saying, fuck you. Oh. 
Uh, not the first time someone in this household told me that. Hey. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> not the first time today. <laughs> not the first time this evening. So, uh, never-ending story. Was there anything uh, that we missed last week from never-ending story? Well, between your tangents and rants. Fuck uh, you, I- dude. You know what? I can just sit here for an hour. I don't fucking care. You can't do it. Yeah, I could. <laughs> or I could just fucking leave. Either way, you figure out how to do a goddamn hour's worth of fucking talking. Cockstein. My eyes itch. Yeah. My eyes itch. Got bullshit fever. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> more, more you talk, the more they itch. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise your balls don't itch. <laughs> He's going to try not to talk. He's going to murder you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying not to talk. The best time. I'm just sitting here. Well, it's snowed outside, so he's got to be able to walk straight. There was one time we were walking to his apartment, and he like slipped on his ice, and he tried to play it off by doing the Irish jig. Meanwhile, the rest of us like you know, we we knew what you did. We saw you slip. <laughs> yeah, it was back when I actually gave a fuck what you thought. <laughs> that it's been like twenty years <laughs> since then. Yeah, At this point, I don't fucking care. Being generous, like twenty-two years, you know, being ge- <laughs> being generous. So yeah, never-ending story. Uh, great movie. We need more of those movies out these days, but we're not going to get them. And said we're going to get fucking. Captain Underoos and stuff, mm-hmm. talking about you know equity. Right by now, the column should be up on the duck bin that I wrote. The only equity I want is is the, the equity I have in my house, which is apparently going up. Yeah, right now everybody's going up. Jeez, read a story like like a third of all <coughs> houses nowadays with the mortgage, the mortgage is less than a half of the value of the house. That's remarkable. Yeah, my, mine is. Yeah, mine's close. I think it's sixty percent. Well, you got a hell of a deal on your house, though, right? Yeah, that but grass, I I took a little bit of money out of it, so took a little bit of money out of there. Yeah, because I got to redo my kitchen and my bathroom. Yeah, what's well, I mean, still it's freaking equity, man. Yeah, taking equity out of that damn house. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Anywho, good for you. So, never-ending story. Anything? Just go see it. If you haven't watched it yet, we told you last week, go watch it. So yeah. that means that you're bad listeners. That's terrible. <laughs> I also told you to go watch some other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great listeners. So we're, we're going to shift gears. So last week, oh, if yeah. you if you, uh, if you you guys watched 8mm or <laughs> the Black, the Dal- Black Dahlia. i that, yeah. Jesus Christ. Sorry, you're probably not listening to us right now. No, you're probably pissed a- off and after, fucking done with us After now. the coronavirus <laughs> Watching that, that's probably it for you. You probably shut up some post office. <laughs> I don't know, some giant. Didn't we do uh, Outbreak? Yes, we did. Fucking goddamn, that movie sucks. It's a horrible movie. That movie's so bad, and so yet bad. we're a year into this, and I, I, you know. That's when we did it, man. We did like a year ago. Like right. In April, and I was looking over the movies we've done. April. Yep. We did so the Money w- Pit last year. The yeah. Money Pit. It's been a while, dude. I Money Pit's a great movie. I think I think it is too. So, but we never did ratings back then. No. So we're doing anywho. Anywho. Uh, any fucking who. Uh, so I think we're done. Never-ending story. We can move on. Yeah, I mean. Anything Tom, happened to you, you this week? Tom, you have anything to talk about? 
Uh, no. No, I don't. Oh, good. I'm good. Uh, you went over your hours last week, your, your fucking words last week. Your word count. I went back count. and listened to the show, and you uh, went over the, your word count by 25 words. Was it over 1,000? <laughs> it, it was 1,025 words. That's you a quarter a word, too. You say you owe us money now. <laughs> Pay on my tab. Brian owes us. Tom owes God us. God damn it, man. Fuck. A law office of Gregory Klein owe us. Well, not yet. Yeah, he will. He will? We're going to get him. We're going to get that ass. It's like, it's like the yellow page um, mailings I got like a decade ago. It's like they give you, like, you start a business, you get this yellow page thing. It's like, sign this up now and send us the bill. You think for some reason you did something and you signed the bill, even, but you didn't really have to. They're just fooling you like that. Yellow page jealous <coughs> are scum. Sweet. So this week, uh, as we, as you may have been, been able to figure out from our intro song, Young Guns. Or what we told you last week, we're going to listen to The NeverEnding Story, and Paul told you to watch suicide movies. Fuck off. What is up with you this week? No, this last two week. goddamn last weeks. Week. <laughs> these last two fucking weeks, man, just busting my balls. Now that Tom is doing the fucking board, <laughs> suddenly <laughs> you, you feel like... <laughs> I can pay attention a little bit more, you know? Oh, the shit's not blowing sake. up. Jesus Christ, I don't even care. So <laughs> Young now, Guns... Now Tom has the same look that I did, looking over the board like, still don't the hell now, these things... <laughs> no, 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 I've just seen if I can make it better. <clears throat> young Guns... <laughs> <laughs> this worked. Young Guns. Young yep. Guns... Released August 12th, 1988. Opened for $7 million. Making it the number one movie that week. Really? Number one. Yep. Forty-five point six million uh, total, which was nineteenth for the year. It opened up against Tucker, the Man in His Dream, mm-hmm. Clean and Sober. I saw that movie, Tucker. It was a good yeah, movie. I like that one. Yeah. Clean and Sober, not so much. Mac and Me, which do you remember Mac and Me? That uh, MST3K did it. Yeah, and the big deal about Mac and Me was that they just, it was all about product PT. placement. No, dude, it was product placement. Was product placement. Don't you remember that? Like Coca-Cola and McDonald's oh, and like something else was like plastered throughout this whole fucking movie. Um, and, and The Last Temptation of Christ. Jeez. Yeah, dude. I, I thought that movie came out earlier, but yeah. I guess that makes sense. 88 makes sense. Um. It had two sequels, or it has a sequel, Young Guns 2, and a sequel in production, Guns 3, alias Billy the Kid. Really? Which is, I, uh, I, know, I know about this. Yeah, that's... Uh, I don't know about this. Um, <laughs> Emilio <laughs> Estevez. It's a past life. Right. <laughs> Emilio uh, Estevez. I uh, know about this movie. It looks like he's going to be s- starring and directing. Oh really? So is it gonna be like um, Harrison Ford was in in uh, Indiana Jones: Search for the Crystal Bucket of Money? I don't. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, he hasn't done much lately. I no, mean, he yeah. does. He does a lot of direct uh, directing. So it's gonna be Alias. But so is he gonna be joined by anybody like Charlie Tiger Blood Sheen? <laughs> uh, well, since Charlie Sheen dies in the first movie, it's unlikely. That's right. He does die in this movie. I forgot. Uh, but um, your gang solves that problem. <laughs> they have not listed anyone other than Emilio Estevez at this point. So it's early in production. They it, said uh, it's gonna be him. I mean, everybody else is dead. Uh, twenty twenty two or twenty yeah twenty twenty two. So anybody else survive? 
Well, what's his name? Uh, Arkansas, <laughs> Arkansas Dave survived. From the second movie? Yeah. Yeah, I think he did. Um, I They killed off a couple of the characters in the second movie who actually lived in real life. They kill off of, you know... Uh, Chavez, Chavez. Chavez, Chavez. Mm-hmm. He, he actually lived. Uh, Doc Skurlock lived. If I ever... If I ever... Do something really bad, yeah, and run from the wall, and I have to get an alias. Chavez, Chavez. Yeah, that's you know it's in me. If I call you and they're like, it's a, and my phone says Chavez, Chavez. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> Why my phone would fucking say that? I have no idea. Well, it, it'll say a number, maybe. <laughs> Chavez, Chavez. And you're like, who's? <gasps> that's Jimmy. <laughs> Chavez. That was fucking weird. Somebody's going okay, it's the phone. Uh, some guys say he's Chavez, he's Chavez. <laughs> <laughs> Paul into the phone. Hola. <laughs> Shut up, Paul, it's me. <laughs> it's uh, Chavez, he's Chavez. Uh, Meet me at the corner. <laughs> 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 Help. <laughs> so, just like uh, The Lost Boys, yes. this is another one of those movies that's just like jam-packed full of young Stars. Yeah, man. It's ridiculous. They had Emilio Estevez, Kiefer Sutherland, yeah, man. Lou Diamond Phillips, Charlie Sheen, Dylan McDermott, who, There's one, uh, or I'm sorry, Dermot Mc, Dermot Milroney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I always get him and Dylan McDermott back. Yeah, they're, they have a similar name. Uh, Casey Semenko, Terrence Stamp, who everybody knows from Superman. He was yes. uh, General Zod. Yep. In the 80s Superman movies. Jack Palance, who... He's too old for this fucking movie, by the way. Who? Terrence Stamp. Yeah, yeah. He was... Uh, the actual man himself was only 24, I 24, believe. 24, yes. Was that him in uh, Yes Man? Terrence Stamp? Yeah, wasn't he the, the the guy that... Jim Carrey goes to that seminar? Was he? Was was that him in that? I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. Huh. Okay. I haven't seen Yes Man in a long time. I don't know either. Uh, Jack Palance. Uh, Jack Palance of <laughs> <laughs> Batman. Yeah. Jack. <laughs> Jack's dead, my friend. <laughs> um, so Jack Palance, his his claim to fame, obviously Shane, and Batman, and his big movie was uh, actually City Slickers. City that was Slickers, his big City movie. Slickers, well, I mean, he did a lot of westerns in Starring you know the sixties, seventies of all time. Uh, but then City Slickers was when he got real big. Do you remember when he, he had that resurgence in his career? I, I got to be honest with you, Paul. What? Besides, go back to Princess Bride, I can't stand Billy Crystal. Oh, I don't like, like Billy Crystal. He is, he is one of the most annoying people who's ever lived. But do you you remember Jack Palance coming out and doing the, uh, the push-ups, the one-handed push-ups and all that horse shit, right? I must have skipped that. That, I think it, I can't remember if it was a movie thing, or if it was the Republican National Committee that he came out and did that. I can't. It was one or the other. He was there. Are you Jack sh- Palance? Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was him. Jack Palance. Are you talking about Charlton Heston? No, Heston would have been too old. But he's Charlton Heston. Oh, for fuck's sake! By the way, yeah, it was. What? In Yes Man. He was he in wasn't, Yes Man? He was in okay, Yes Man. thank you. Can, uh, you. can you find out, since you're the producer of the show, 
Can you find out if it was Jack Palance or Charlton Heston who did push-ups at the Republican National Convention? It's very important to notice. Oh, I'm uh, no, Oscars. It was the Oscars. Uh, I'm sorry, Oscars. Oscars. Clarify. Yeah, it was the Oscars. The fucking Oscars. I looked it up. Don't like, what do you mean? You said Republican National Committee. I said it was either a movie thing or it was the Republican National Committee. I couldn't remember. I what I fucking said, dude. My, my eyes are itching again. He did it. He did it at the Oscars. But that was when that was right near the City Slickers. That's when that came out. So I'm just, I'm just, I never liked Billy Crystal. So I did. I wasn't a big fan of Billy Crystal. Associated Billy Crystal. You, you just don't like people. And that movie yes. fucking blows. You City just don't Slickers. Like named Bill Crystal. No. City no. Slickers is bad, but City Slickers 2 was, is horrible. It was bad, wasn't it? It was fucking horrible. Mm. Ugh. Anyway, um, you also had uh, Terry O'Quinn. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's famous for, recently, for Lost. He, you know, was one of the main characters in Lost, but he was also in Silver Bullet, Stepfather. Silver Bullet's a great movie. Do you yeah. remember Stepfather? No, that's a fucking cool horror movie. I was, just, I was just saying, I think, I, I, I think that Silver Bullet is a very underrated movie, even and though Stephen King's a piece of shit. Uh, Tombstone. Ooh. Yeah, he Tombstone. was in Tombstone too. Griffiths wants to do Tombstone. That's a, that's a fucking great. That's his movie, favorite dude. movie. And then of course he uh, thinks he's the barber in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Patrick Wayne, who was John Wayne's son, yeah. played Pat Garrett in this movie. Yep. So Pat Garrett. Uh yeah, so the the movie is fictitious. I mean, it does kind of uh, you know, it kind of keeps to the story a little bit, but you know, there's way you, like like just as we pointed out, um John Tunstall uh was only 24 yeah. at the time. He was younger than Doc Scurlock at the time of his murder. Mm-hmm. Um well, it's based off uh, Lincoln County. The Lincoln County uh, uh, Wars. Well, mm-hmm. they called it wars, but mm-hmm. it was well, a know, bunch the, of gang. Yeah, the it's affair. Gang wars. We'll call it the affair. Lincoln yeah. County affair. Two gangs. Sure. So you had the. So you had. Um, I got their, let me make sure I get their, their names. So you had Brady, um, and 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 his gang, who owned this shop. They, they were called the Brady Bunch. The Brady, the Brady Bunch. Then, as you say, um, Tunstall and his business partner McSween open up this competing store. Right. So the Jesse Evans Brady Bunch gang ki- ended up killing Tunstall. Tunstall. Yes. And so Tunstall employed all these, which ended up becoming Billy the Kid, and you know that group. To hunt down and, and kill the individuals who killed. Um, well, that was Alex McSween. His business partner. <coughs> that was his business partner. Right. Which he, that was also a little weird because you watch that and they make him out to be a lot older than he was in real life yeah. again. Um, and he was a little more involved in sending them out where it, it, to kill. To kill. Uh, in, in the movie, they be- definitely make it look like he's, Supposed to be sending them out to serve warrants and bring them in, but like he wanted revenge just wanted as much revenge. as uh, Billy did and right. everything. Billy, uh, you know, I, I luckily 
in the uh the version that I had, mm-hmm. uh the Blu-ray version had a true life Billy the Kid type oh, documentary. Oh, on really? It. This so, is a, this is a Blu-ray to Young Guns. Yeah, the Young Guns. A special feature in death to Billy the Kid. Right, which of course Billy uh the kid um William H Bonnie isn't even his name. Mm-hmm. Um I don't William Wallace actually. It's not William Wallace. <laughs> Let's see if he fell for that. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, I can't remember his goddamn name now, but it ain't William Wallace, you dumb <laughs> bastard. It's William the Kid. <sighs> his he's, name ain't William Dutch. H. Bonnie. I can't remember what it is now because I didn't write it down. The and Kid. I figured maybe you actually, you know, wrote I did. it down. Well, then fucking why don't you pull it up? His real name right here, it says Amelia Ethel. Oh, you're a <laughs> cock smoker whole way down your fucking throat, man. You fucking loser. Anywho. Um Billy the Kid was the youngest of the of the <laughs> renegade renegade. Billy, Billy the uh, Crystal. <laughs> he was the youngest of the renegades. Don't worry, Paul. We're going to cut the first 20 minutes. Of I don't even fucking care, dude. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I just want to get through this, get back home to my kids. Billy. Away from you, motherfuckers. The kid's real name. All right. His name. His real name was Henry McCartney. Yes, that's it. McCarty. Yeah, Henry McCarty. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Uh. so. He was born November 23rd, 1859, 60, somewhere abouts, in New York, New York. And he died. When did he die? Do we really know when he died? No, we don't. Because, of course, if you watch the second movie, they they talk about Bushwhack Bill or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. Bushwhack, Bushwhack and Bill. Yeah. Who said he was Billy the Kid. That's right. I can't remember his fucking name, and I don't care right now. Um... <coughs> Where are we going with this? I forgot now. <laughs> you you fucking ruined. Trained around. <laughs> my, I'm off the fucking track and going down. Oh, the we're hill. talking about the Lincoln. The Lincoln. This is based off the Lincoln. County oh yeah, War. yeah, yeah. So we were talking about real life shit. Real life shit. We're saying this is a fictitious movie. Right. There's a lot of parallels of real life. Like the entire movie is based off of real life. Well, yeah. So there's based on a par- true story. And see, this is kind of where I wanted to go with, yeah. it, with this a little bit this week. I mean, obviously, we want to talk about the movie, but. Yeah. This concept of based on a true story, okay? Yeah, I mean, okay. obviously, you know, you watch something like Fargo, they've blown that out of the water because that was based on a true story, even though there's no truth. What's It's not based on any fucking reality at all. Isn't like, it's like not real. Different levels of based on. It's like based on the true story, adapted from this story. Uh, we got an idea from this guy. Something like that. There's like different levels. Of, of based on. Well, yeah, but they all say based on a true story. Based on a true story. And it's like, okay, but the the reality is when you're a kid, mm-hmm. you watch this movie, and then you sit there and walk away from it and say, well, I didn't know that about Billy the Kid. I didn't know this. I didn't know that. And then it then starts becoming fact to you because in the back of your mind, you're like, well, this is based on a true story. So this is now the reality that I live with. 
I mean, the, the only that going on in schools these days. That's why. That's why I was fucking bringing this okay. up, man. I mean, you 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 watch nowadays in school. I don't know how many people out there actually have kids in school. Um, I'm guessing do. millions. Millions. But we don't have millions of listeners, so I don't Not know yet. about Not the yet. people who listen. So, uh, you know, your kids are in school, and a lot of times in America, at least, mm-hmm. um, states. We, you know, the kids in school are watching headline news or CNN headline news, that kind of stuff. So CNN obviously has a bias. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody knows that at this point in time. Yeah, there's I've bullshit. watched the videos that my kids have watched. Mm-hmm. Now, luckily, because I'm, you know, very uh, involved with my kids' education, mm-hmm. my kids, you know, take everything that they see with a grain of salt. Yeah, they know, um, they know they're full of shit. What they're shoving down our well, kids. Well, some throat. of it's true, some of it's crap. You know, I mean, I'm not going to say everything that CNN does is is not true because there are things that are true. But the problem is, is that they tend to put their lean on it. Mm-hmm. So spin. now you have kids in school watching a uh, watching you know politically enticed you know propaganda, mm-hmm. if nothing else. How many of those kids then grow up and then believe all this bullshit that they're being told? And it's kind of the same concept out of these movies. I mean, when I grew up, I thought there was, you know, I believe certain parts of this movie. You know, for for one fact, okay, uh, Charlie Sheen, who plays Dick Brewer. Yeah. Okay, Dick Brewer was one of the older people in the group. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he gets killed mm-hmm. in the movie. Uh, which actually happened, and they said that the the whole shootout scene between him, between them, and the the I don't even remember the bounty guy. hunter guy, the bounty hunter. Yeah, uh, most of that's pretty much true, mm-hmm. except for the fact that he doesn't go into an outhouse; he just goes into a small house, and mm-hmm. he ends up dying. But what they did was they made it seem like there was some hostility between Billy the Kid and Dick Brewer, mm-hmm. but in real life, Billy the Kid looked up to Dick Brewer, mm-hmm. like he was. The fact that Dick Brewer got killed was another motivating factor for him to continue to go down this path. Of of Um, being revenge. Oh, another thing, like the big payoff in this is L.G. Murphy, who's the Jack Palance character. Mm -hmm. He get you know, you have one of the most iconic lines in the fucking movie where he comes up and he shoots him right in the fucking (laughs) forehead. (laughs) It's like... You know, reap it, Murphy, you son of a bitch, yeah. at the end of the movie. Yeah. Everybody loves that fucking, and oh, it's, man. it's nice cap off to the fucking story, and you're yeah. just like, wow, this is awesome. That, that was a very, the ending of this movie is fantastic. Murphy was already fucking dead. Yeah. Before almost any of the Lincoln County fucking gang war was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had died of, like, I don't know, syphilis or some bullshit. They all I don't, died I don't, of syphilis I, back there. Yeah, there was a lot of syphilis back then. I don't remember what he died of. It was, you know, cons- it was it was either syphilis or consumption. That seemed to be what killed everybody in the West. <laughs> consumption. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the fuck consumption is, but that killed a lot of motherfuckers <laughs> in the yeah, West. It's, well, that's like the go-to. What do you die of, Doc? Uh, we'll call it consumption. Yeah. yeah, the consumption sounds good. I don't even know what that fucking means. He's got a dagger sticking out of his ass. I don't worry about it. It's just consumption. <laughs> He consumed that dagger. <laughs> yeah. Lots of heroin and consumption going on. <laughs> Fucking weird shit. So anyway, uh I just I was just kind of looking for your opinion on these movies that are based on a true story. You watch them and then you walk away. How much of that 
do you retain? And then you live your life thinking this is the way it really happened. Well, it's it's <clears throat> very timely that you bring that up, Paul, because this week I've been rewatching Spartacus on Stars. Okay. Have you seen Spartacus on Stars? N- no, the the show. Yes. No. Yeah, uh-huh. it, it consists of two things, two things. Well, three things: political treachery, which I love. Right. I eat that stuff up all day, and and the time period is very. It was one of my favorite time periods. Wait, yeah, the the Coliseums and yeah, all that. Love shit. all that. Roman right. Empire. Two, bunch of gladiator brutal fighting. Right. You know, and and the one thing that a lot of these time period shows movies leaves out is something that I think they should highlight, but they definitely won't now. Is that's the the mass persecution of Christians. Uh, being thrown oh, they'll into. definitely never cover that. It was actually, there was a deleted scene in, in Gladiator when we covered Gladiator last year. I brought it up. Three is all the TNA and sex they were having. Right. And, you know, watching this with Mika, she doesn't want to watch it. She's like, this is too, I mean, it, there was just a lot of TNA. Well, I think lot. that's mostly just the way that they put those out now. Lots of Lily, Lucy Lawless's tatas going on. Nice. Yeah, wasn't that that show that the formula for this was, uh, you know, the some drama, some fighting, some more drama than sex? Yes. Like every week? Yes. Okay, that's that show. And I turned to Mika, I was like, I know this is somewhat real, but I want to go back to this time period. I think I could I could hang with these people. Yeah. I tell you, man, <laughs> it's it's really difficult because no, you no, all, all those fucking no. shows, though, like The Crown, how much of The Crown is actually no. real? Uh, the, I, I don't watch most of these shows because I just can't, <clears throat> I'd rather watch a history channel doc yeah. than this because I walk away with like this bullshit knowledge that's not real. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, w- what was the one about the Pope? The Vat, the Borgias. The Borgias. Yeah. And then they had, that's uh. That's somewhat real. That's somewhat based, that's somewhat based like, uh, Pope, um, Jeremy Irons. Mm-hmm. I mean, he the, the Pope he portrayed, Pope. What's his name? Well, they're they're most of the popes are pieces of shit. Oh yeah, so okay, I'm not. The I'm they not, were like kings. They were yeah, like kings. kings and popes were Lots all kind of pieces of shit. They were. I, I, you know, it's it's not like it is today. Even though I think the pope now is a piece of shit. I I would not argue. And I with think that. the last pope was kind of a piece of shit. I would too. not argue with that either. Uh, the last one that I actually liked was probably Pope John Paul II, but even he had his issues, his too. Fiddlings, yes. So, but, um, y- you know, there's a, I'm sure there's good popes out there, but it's just like, I mean, power corrupts. No power matter which corrupt, way you fucking exactly. look at it, power corrupts. And most of these stories are, you know, kings or, or you know, you're that show that you like the, the, with the dragons and shit. I mean, I know that's make-believe, but how many fucking people watch that and think Game of Thrones? this really happened? There's probably a lot of people out there to think that. I mean, seriously. There, something I've, I've realized, in my, and I'm in my early 40s now, is I've come to grips with the fact there's a lot of dumb people out in this world. There's <laughs> a lot are. of dumb. Like, <laughs> I tell my kids all the time. There are a lot of dumb motherfuckers out there. And, and it, I mean, some of these people are so <laughs> dumb, it's almost comical. Like, this this can't, this can't, guy is faking. This guy can, cannot be this stupid. He cannot possibly think that there are dragons. Right. But that person legitimately thinks they're dragons. 
Oh, yeah. You know, they think that back in the day, you know, it was... They're just extinct now. Yeah. Like, or that they were dinosaurs. Yeah, they were dinosaurs. I, I, it's, well, there's people who think that K-Men rode brontosaurus. Yeah, well... Oh, that's that's an entire sect. That's an entire was not, religion. Was not a documentary. <laughs> the Flintstones. <laughs> no, I, but I understand. What I always <laughs> like the <laughs> yeah, the, the one time. with the pelican. Have you ever seen that little thing where uh, it's it's the pelican and you know you see Fred coming out of the bathroom and the pelican says it's a shitty job but somebody's got to do it. <laughs> you never saw that one. No, no. It's like it's just something I saw on the internet. That's I know, funny. It's fucking stupid, but. But yeah, there's plenty of stupid people in this world that think this stuff is like that. They, you know, they're the kid. They're watching this stuff on, on documentaries and stuff and, and school nowadays. I, I mean, mean, there's still people out shit. there that believe, and then they just want to, uh, dude. Okay, I just watched the documentary on Netflix. Right. Okay. Uh, plenty of documentaries on there. The the one. Well, I was getting to it, dude. I know. The, uh, crime scene. The disappearance in the Cecil Hotel. It just came out a couple of days ago. How is that? It's it's a pretty good doc, mm-hmm. but like my my daughter actually watched it with me. Mm-hmm. It's like four hours long, um, and uh, w- you know she knew most of the story before we even started watching it, and then she's just like, "Well, I hope that they, you know, actually pay attention to the fact that she had a me- you know mental issues and they don't make it into this." spiritual bull well she didn't say bullshit but you know spiritual uh you know ghost did it kind of bullshit mm-hmm. and i'm like so if you got to watch it and she's like and and she's so <laughs> the kids today they don't have any fucking patience so like the first oh, yeah, couple YouTube things yeah, yeah. the the first couple things they're like talking about it but they're trying to talk about it in you know in order of the story. So like they're starting to say she disappeared and she was gone. And, and my daughter's like, they knew what happened to her. What, when the hell did this documentary come out? Did this come out 25 years ago? They know what happened. I'm like, yes, calm down. Listen, listen, Paul, they've got, they've got these knuckleheads for the past four seasons, five seasons of history channel. They got these knuckleheads up there on an Island. In Canada, <laughs> drilling, <laughs> drilling for some buried treasure. <laughs> All right, these are adults, and they're really wealthy. The one guy made a lot of money. They're and so close, though. <laughs> they're so close, but it's funny. It's like, and and people are watching it with like beta breath, like they're gonna find the treasure. They're that, finding because, it this week because they got the the one guy who's like I, going. I haven't heard it on the news, <laughs> but it'll be in this week's show. <laughs> It's only the sixth episode out of 12 this season, but they're definitely going they're to find de- it this week. So the consistent, yeah, this, the one knucklehead with his metal detector up on top who is, like, constantly finding these little coins that you can really find anywhere. Doubloons. <laughs> no, that's not a doubloon, motherfucker. It's a quarter from 1982. Yeah. They, like, calls, like, they, a bought poly- these, they bought these coins in the store at the end of Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. and just spread them around. Oh, that Look what I found. I found a doubloon. <laughs> And then he he peels it open and it's chocolate. <laughs> the camera goes over and he's like this. He's, like, he's got the gotcha face. He's like, oh, I don't want to do anything. Oh, Christ. And then, and then he got, you know, the beard. He's out there drilling. I think they've drilled 18 large holes in this island so far. They're, they're, they're more likely island. to find fucking oil than anything else. <laughs> 
Well, what's but funny? They won't call it oil. They'll call it something else. It'll be like, like the Texas tea, ancient that. liquid of the gods. Oh yeah. They spent. They're sp- like they drain an entire swamp because they think because it's a drag <laughs> like a circle of a, a triangle that they buried like freaking the Ark of the Covenant down there because oh, that's what geez. we would do. So you're, you're you're watching the show like oh that's maybe they'll find something there maybe they'll find, but if you do the research on Oak Island, there's a guy who's completely like leveled the island already. Yeah. And like dug as far as you can go already. Like literally dug like this in a circle. So it's almost a show about <laughs> a guy with a metal detector going over a beach someone else already went over. Yes. Yep. That's what the show is about. Excellent. And they're bringing these big rigs and all that. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, each week is all new. Treasure. I've only seen it here uh, at your house. You know, I watched it for like twenty minutes with you one time, and I'm just like, these are the dumbest <laughs> fucking people I've ever seen. It's almost a perfect, a perfect analogy for the government. It's like we haven't found it yet. Well, all we have to do is throw more money at it. Yeah. Well, here's the best thing: uh, the education in the inner cities. Let's just throw more money at it. <laughs> That'll fix it. That'll fix it. The best part about this show, it's like the highest rated cable show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a suspension of disbelief. <laughs> I mean, suspension, death, whatever, you know, just uh, whatever you say. Right. And each week, each week it's funny because they always have like a different treasure. Yeah. Like one week was Shakespeare's lost scripts. <laughs> the other week was like the all the lost tomes from the library of <laughs> Alexandria. And they're so serious. They got, the, <laughs> they got these meetings in, in, this, in that room there. The, the fart room. <laughs> The last the lost city space. of Atlanta. This is what we got to do. <laughs> all right. We're all watching. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Yeah. And of course, I love it when they have like, you know, the ending of the show. It's like a cliffhanger. And they show scenes for the next, the next episode, which all make it seem like they found it. Because, of course, you had like the dramatic reactions. Ooh. Yeah. And again, they're just drilling holes. But with them <laughs> it doesn't matter what show. They, they are so formulaic no matter what show it is that you're watching. Yeah. I, I love fucking Kitchen Nightmares. It was one of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. And I've watched every episode like at least three times. Matter of fact, I'm in, in a cycle right now watching. I'm on like the fifth season or something. Mm-hmm. And um, sit there and watch it. And like they preview for the, the next one. Is th- This is the one that he's going to give up. On. It's like <laughs> every fucking week. It's the one that he just isn't going to be able to fix. <laughs> no, he's going to fix it. And, and there's like certain things that we, you know, every like almost every episode, there's always somebody saying it. You're tearing me apart. There's always a scene where he's like, what is that? <laughs> I mean, just, there's just shit in every fucking episode. And you get to a point. We also watch the um, his other his cooking one where it's uh, the people that come in. Uh, it's not Kitchen Nightmares. What's it called? Worst Chefs in America or something no, like that? No, no. It's on right now. Um, I don't watch any of that bullshit. So I, I, I find it entertaining. So me and the kids watch it together. And it, it's it's the one where they do. It's a cook off. And the winner gets to be a chef in his restaurant. So uh, his food truck. And it's every <laughs> fucking Welcome to the restaurant, buddy. Every fucking week. It's, you know, there's always a scene where he yells. It's raw. So, like, me and the kids are just sitting there the whole time, like, watching them cook stuff, waiting for somebody to undercook something so we can just yell, it's raw. Because it, it's just, like, more entertaining to fuck with the, you know, that oh, yeah. we're sitting there entertaining ourselves more than the goddamn shows we, are entertaining We used to do that point. with Big Brother. Yeah. Yeah, that was one I never watched. We, we used to make fun of it. Because yeah. it, was, it was the same thing. I, you, I did watch. Produced. It's all produced. That was back when Big, it was Big Brother, like, 
three. Do you yeah. know what the yeah. worst fucking yeah. show was, though? What? Big Brother After Dark. Oh, yeah. On, like, uh-huh. Showtime. Yes. I watched that once or twice, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? They just have the cameras on for an hour. Yeah. Nothing's going on. No. They're just sitting there talking. It's like, this is the most fucking boring shit I've ever seen. I can't even understand yeah, well, what's going I on. I used to watch it. We used to watch it religiously. But it got to the point where that gen- we're so out of touch with the generation that are in there now. Yeah. It's like I don't even want I don't like these people. I don't I, I don't uh, watch any of those though. Like The Bachelorette or yeah, Temptation Island or any of those fucking things. Like they come and I can't I mean, I can't stand most of them. No. So young guns. Yeah. <laughs> so back to young guns. How are you doing time, Tom? We have twenty minutes. Oh, <laughs> twenty <laughs> minutes. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Twenty minutes to go over the fucking movie we spent over each other. Yeah, so we call it the Lincoln Lincoln County War. Um, the movie itself. Where would you rate it on the pantheon of cowboy movies? Well, see, that's an interesting question, mostly because I do not like westerns. Okay, so you do so not. So this one, I actually rank extremely high because okay. this is one of the few westerns I actually enjoy. Um, what do you enjoy about it? It's more. Well, first off, I, I know this is going to sound stupid, but it's more hip than like the old westerns. The old westerns I had a hard time getting into because I just didn't get into the lingo. I. I've watched them. I've watched a lot of them. Like I like Hang 'Em High. It's mm-hmm. it's okay. Um, That's what Mika tells me. Keep going. What has she got a boyfriend no, no, on just, the side or something? No, just keep going. Hang 'em high, high and short. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, Shane is okay. Again, there's a couple of those old westerns that are okay. Some of the Clint Eastwood stuff is okay mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Outlaw Josie Wales. I can watch them. But, but the old school westerns pre, we'll say. 1984. Yeah. You're just not. They're more gritty. Right. And see, there was that. And that's kind of one of the things about this movie. Like, they couldn't find funding for this movie because westerns by then has been so out of date. Yeah. Nobody wanted to see a fucking Western. Nobody wanted to touch this, yeah. So when they they finally found funding for it, they had a perfect cast for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, young, you know, up-and-comers that, that were, you know, Part a couple Brat Packers, yeah. you know, good-looking men. Mm-hmm. Um, By your standards, yes. yes. Uh, my standards <laughs> the only one that matters at this table. Exactly. Nobody else is interested in looking at a man. No. Um, but basically... The you know it had a young hip vibe to it, mm-hmm. versus those older movies. I always kind of grittier, right? But it's dry. Yeah, dry is a good word for it. Yeah. Like dry was almost Shakespearean. It, was, it almost. would be something that I I'd, I'd sit down and watch with like my grandfather yes. or something. But I wouldn't do it for myself. Right. Whereas this one was more for me. Right. Because, uh, I mean, it's 1988. I would have been, uh, what, 13? Something yeah, like that, 13 yeah. at the 13 time. 13 at so, the time, yeah. Uh, you know, it it hit that audience, that teen, you know, young yeah. teen audience pretty well. Um, there's also a lot of, I mean, you were a little younger. so I was 11. Were you into this or no? I love this shit. Yeah. Because my dad has always been in, I mean, you got Gene Autry <laughs> over there. 
pitcher Gene Altra, he's always been a Western, so someone like this, he doesn't care what it is, you know. Right, right. You know. But now, if you were gonna, if you were to soundtrack separate it, is great in this movie. By the I, way. I do like the soundtrack a lot in this movie. I mean, it's it's very upbeat. It's very yeah. like she said, hip, aggressive. Yeah. Um, Even the opening of this movie was. All, I thought the the credit scene was fantastic. Oh yeah, because that was a throwback, though. Yeah, I mean that was the one piece of it that I was like, this is a very this is very throwback with yeah. with having like the the. All the different characters at the beginning and yeah. seeing, you know, seeing the actors and shit. That's something that you would see in like a 1970s mo- uh, yeah. a black exploitation or a Western yeah. or something like that. It's a very old school type of intro. And that that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that it starts. It doesn't give you backstory. No. Which is good in yes. this particular case, because. I think if you put a lot of backstory in it, other than maybe that little scroll that they put at the beginning, um, it would have bogged down the movie tremendously. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was more of a, you know, it. these guys were like a little older than me, but you could feel like I'm part of this gang. Yeah, I want to This is be, kind yeah. of like my, this you know, group of people. Yeah, this is your group of people. <laughs> you know, and Keith or Sutherland... How did you feel about Kiefer Sutherland in this? I think it was perfect. I mean, he I like him. I like his acting in this. But it's a weird decision to basically have a very passive person. Very passive, the the almost the student, the educator because he eventually was a teacher in New York and found right. the second movie. Uh but I I actually liked his characters to provide a a, a grounding to the group. You know, a different, a different viewpoint of the group rather than just going and blowing people away. Now you do know that he was, he was actually like only a few credits short of being a real doctor. Mm-hmm. He went to school up north, but he didn't like the. He had some kind of a medical issue, mm-hmm. uh, and it it affected his lungs. So he went in, he went down south because it was better. Drier, yeah. it was drier. Yeah. So. Um, you know, he <coughs> he could have actually been a doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I think that there's a different, different uh, westerns from the 70s and, and earlier were one set of westerns. But I think when you look at, like, the Young Guns, Young Guns 2, Tombstone, mm-hmm. Unforgiven. Mm-hmm. Unforgiven was kind of a throwback. Um, but, you know, those kind of westerns, I think, were a lot more... Epic Maverick in there too, or or adventurous maybe, yeah. Yeah. because it w- in the old school westerns it's like the bad guys come into town and the sheriff fucking kills them, yeah. or you know the guy the the lone gunman comes into town and he cleans up the town. That was kind of the thing, and then you had weirdly enough the three amigos, which kind of like threw, it, which made all of those older movies kind of into a joke. Yeah, so. Once you got past the three amigos and you get to something like this, it kind of reinvigorated the whole concept of a of a western type mm-hmm. movie, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I can see that you're leaving out like uh, White uh, White Earp. White Earp was another one. Um, <coughs> I mentioned Maverick. Yes, but Maverick was more of a comedy. Yeah, I less of a western I like and more that. of a I like comedy. That movie a lot. It was it was pretty good. I mean, Mel Gibson was excellent. Yeah. Um, he's excellent almost everything. He does. James Garner 
Was it James Garner? James Garner, yeah. Yeah, he was pretty good in it. It was uh, an old school. Who cowboy. was the chick? Yeah, that was um, uh, <laughs> I can't not Michelle remember. Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, it was um, what's her name? She was in Contact. Uh, oh, uh, they <laughs> raped her on a pinball machine. Oh, what the hell's her name? Jody F- Jody Foster Jody Foster yeah that's Freaky it. Friday baby yeah Jody Jody Foster was <laughs> in it and so was um was that one guy that one older guy he was a riverboat captain I don't remember anymore anyways anyway it's it's been a long time but that's young this this was an introduction to a new type of western I think so yeah um and I think because of that that helped it uh I mean the young the young I, I, the young guns. The younger actors in this movie really propelled it more than anything else. Mm-hmm. And having, you know, a couple of the older guys like, you know, uh, Patrick Wayne, mm-hmm. Jack Palance, um, you know, those guys really kind of gave it credibility. Mm-hmm. It brought its credibility up yeah. because they did so many Westerns back in the yeah. day. Um, so I, I, I found it weird that they decided to change... Uh, characters, because in the second one we were talking about it last week, it, the uh, Pat Garrett was played by William Peterson, mm-hmm. which uh, I, f- I mean, I think William Peterson is probably a better actor mm-hmm, but than uh, Patrick Wayne was. Honestly, I'm that was another thing. I, I and you might hate me for this. I don't like John Wayne. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I I just don't think he's a great actor. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a couple roles where I can really get into it. Shoot us, but. A lot of times his acting just takes me out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was kind of the problem with the older stuff. You know, when you start watching a lot of the older films. Yeah, they're just drier. It's, it's, just, it's, it's a different time period. It's overacting as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you heard, you, you've seen a that lot was, of people. That was a time when there was actually trained actors and they were trained mm-hmm. to overact. Well, yeah, because they were used to being acting on stage. Yeah, well, nowadays it's whoever could bone the uh, director or well, the director yeah. could bone. There's there's a lot of that. There are you know a little diddling going on there. I don't know, but overall, I think this was a good. This was a good first step into moving into a new western. There's some great shootouts. Um, the whole buds, I like that. I I, I love the scene. Well, where I think that the action in this and the the comedy that was in it. Billy the Billy the Kid. Emilio Estevez really captures Billy the oh, Kid absolutely. better than any other actor I've seen do Billy the Kid. Mm-hmm. Um, now, granted, obviously, we don't know the real Billy the Kid, mm-hmm. but that is the way I think of Billy the Kid now. Yeah, absolutely. And any other person that does the role always makes me feel like, eh, this is not as good as Emilio Estevez did. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the other people in the movie all seem to gather, you know, they all kind of check a box for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Casey Semenko, though, is yeah. kind of one of those guys that not a lot of people think about Casey Semenko being a big actor mm-hmm. um, because he really wasn't. He, he And only because he only had one real starring role, um, and that was 3 O'Clock High, mm-hmm. which to me that's, that's was the pinnacle of fucking uh, – it's not a John Hughes film, mm-hmm. but it's a John Hughes film. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was basically one of the best mm-hmm. John Hughes-type films out of the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, now, obviously, I'm not in putting that in compared. I'm talking about the teenage 
movies, not yes. like the uh, Uncle Buck or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, about the, 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 the Breakfast Club, the Brat Pack, yeah. the bra- the, the bra- pack shit. And all that yes. I love 3, three O'Clock, o'clock Hot. Yeah. Not a lot of people know that movie, though. And weirdly enough, one of the things that I found that is, you know, Casey Semenko, uh says in his his character in the movie says he's a pugilist, which is, is obviously a boxer mm-hmm. for anybody who doesn't know. Um, but it, he also plays a very similar character in Of Mice and Men, mm-hmm. where he's a he he's a fighter. He fights with you know he's very strong with his hands. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the adversely he has Three O'clock High, which is a movie where he's basically going to get into a fist fight. At three o'clock, yeah. and it's just those three movies together. Uh, it's just kind of like a weird, mm-hmm. you know, duality between that. But um, you know, his also with his, uh, he was in uh, Back to the Future as well. Yeah, he played 3D in Back to the Future. So, um, but he was one of those guys that just he never really had those big starring roles. But he was around. But he was around, yeah. and he's still around. Like he pops up in like TV shows all the time. Mm-hmm. Um. I really like Casey's Mako. I don't know why, but he's he was making a living. Good, good, good for him, you know. Yeah. Now, um, he obviously was never as big as the rest of the people no, in this movie. No, now. no. I mean, no. Lou Diamond Phillips. Well, Lou Diamond Phillips La got Bamba. real hot for a minute. La like, Bamba. He like, did La Bamba yeah. right before this. Then he did this. Uh, what else do I have him in? Uh, Stand and Deliver, Dakota, which. Uh, Stand delivered, yeah. You know Dakota. You remember that movie? No. Yeah, I remember that movie because it's the first time I got a blowjob. So what was um, his name? I can't tell you her name because that would be inappropriate. <laughs> uh, disorganized crime, <laughs> renegades. That'll be a trivia question for the end of your trivia. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. What was the end of your trivia extravaganza? The one name thing, of dude who. The one thing that uh. He did that I recently that I really enjoyed was the Night Stalker. He played Richard Ramirez in the Night Stalker. Oh, he did. Yeah, l- he did that recently. It was like a TV movie. I watched it. It was pretty good. Hmm. Um, I just uh, I like Lou Diamond Phillips, but uh-huh. he had a. It was v- a lot of his movies got very heavy in like political correctness. See, I the, can't watch the Indian. Movies type yes. nonsense and stuff like that. It's like it it, it got difficult to watch sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um it does, doesn't it? Let's see what he has to say. What? No Lou Diamond Phillips, what else he was in? What else he was in? It's all right. So what about so uh <laughs> Dermot um Dermot Mulroney. Yeah. Uh career opportunities, Angels in the Outfield, Copycat. Uh, his biggest movie, probably, My Best Friend's Wedding. That oh, yeah. was really his big starring role. Um, what? Oh. So, uh, I don't know. But basically, uh, you know, plenty of... the All of them got big. Yes. You know, uh, I, I, they all had their moment. Um, Charlie Sheen was in Major League. Charlie Sheen, of course. I mean, he, he, great career. Yeah. Then he went uh, and then a lot of great TV stuff. Yeah. Uh, he took uh, he took over for um, Michael J. Fox on Spin City. Mm-hmm. Then he got um, two and a half. Two men. and a half men. That's right. And then anger management. Mm-hmm. Um, like 
you know, three big shows in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, you can't get past, like, Platoon and all oh, the Platoon, fucking movies that we he should did. Do that Ferris, Buell, Ferris yeah. Bueller's Day Off. Yes. <laughs> His scene in that is iconic. Yes. To steal your word from last week. <laughs> so, I, I mean, you know, the cast was wonderful. Yeah, the cast is wonderful, and, and, and I think the ending of the movie is great, too, the shootout. The shootout is fucking phenomenal. Like, I, I, when you first saw it, did you expect him to pop out of the box? No. I didn't either. No. I mean, obviously, you've seen it a million times, so him popping out of the box is no big surprise. Another thing that I found very interesting, because I was watching it, and I happened to see, I happened to pay attention to the fact that the cavalry that came up was all black, and I'm like, well, that was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And then I did some research that was legit. Mm-hmm. Like, w- the the uh, cavalry that came up was all black. Yeah. So I found that kind of interesting. It's amazing. Um, but they also movie. talked about, you know, it was like five against 100, but mm-hmm. really there was about 11 people mm-hmm. in the gang at that point in time. At one point in time, the gang was up to 30 people. Yeah. So they make it seem like it's like, you know, five against the world, mm-hmm. but it's not even. It, no. it wasn't ever that close. Because the odds um, it seem insurmountable at the end. Right. And the fact that they get away is just ridiculous if you think about it. Well, Casey and Dermot die. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. but dirty uh, what's characters' names. But yeah, but Chavez, E. Chavez, uh, Kiefer Sutherland, uh, they make it out. Amelia makes it out. Dirty Steve Stevens. Yeah, dirty, dirty Steve Stevens. So yeah. overall, what do you what do you give this? I mean, the critics gave this forty percent. I didn't mention it at the top of the show. What do you give it? Oh, I'm much bigger on this one. I I mean, I'm I'm in the seven range on on Young Guns. So 40%, 40%? 40%, yeah. That seems a little low. 41%. I well, it's we're talking critic. We're not talking yeah. like and critics people. are mostly idiots. And yeah. critics I I would see where this started to get a little too bloody for critics. Mm-hmm. Um and and there was a matter of fact the uh, scene where um uh Terry O'Quinn gets killed at the end. Mm-hmm. Um they originally had him with um, packs, you oh know, yeah. the, so the, you saw blood the blood packs, and they cut it out. Mm-hmm. They got rid of the blood packs because they said that there was just too much blood in the movie, and mm-hmm. they were afraid they were going to end up with an R rating, oh, okay. which would have fucking killed this movie. It would have killed a movie. Uh, R ratings back then was a death seal. Yeah. They, you know, you, if you went R, it was hard R <laughs> back then. <laughs> Five-year-olds five go to <laughs> <radar> movies. <laughs> Pretty much, dude. And, yeah. like, now it's, like... Everybody wants that R movie. Yeah. Yeah, did you hear? I don't. Uh, it just came out like a couple days ago. The um, they're saying that the TV rating for uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon, mm-hmm. they're giving it an R rating. Wow. At, at this point, mm-hmm. I'm like, are you what? That's fucking insane. That There's no way they're they're gonna put that on Disney Marvel, Plus, especially Marvel. Yeah. That's I mean, it's just it, that's just not gonna happen. So you give it a what? I'm gonna go seven, seven. with this. Seven. I, I mean, it's it's a good movie. Tom, what do you think? I agree. You agree? That sounds that sounds good from Tom. Yeah. I'm gonna go with a probably eight. I really enjoy this movie. I mean, I own it on DVD. It's yeah, yeah. I, I have much it on Blu-ray. Than we are. Yeah. And um, it, it's it's definitely it's definitely much much better than the second one. Yeah, I find the second one very much a letdown. It is a letdown. It's a it's a big letdown. Um, now here's a better question though: Which movies? Okay, we we listed out a bunch of movies earlier: mm-hmm. Unforgiven, Young Guns, Young Guns Two, mm-hmm. uh, Wider, 
mm-hmm. Tombstone. Mm-hmm. Okay, those were the big, the big ones mm-hmm. that I can remember right now. Mm-hmm. What order would you put them in? Oh, jeez. I would say. What's your number one? How about that? Out of all those movies. I mean, it has to be Tombstone. Yeah, it has by to be fucking Tombstone. far. Um, Tombstone, you know, that's I would definitely say that is the best out of all of those movies. Um, so take it down a step. So do you go Tombstone, Young Guns? I do. Okay, I and do I, I, I don't disagree with that. Mm-hmm. I think where the disagreement is going to come in is the rest of it. So you have Young Guns 2, mm-hmm. you got Unforgiven, and Wyatt Earp. I'm leaning on Wyatt Earp, mostly because of Kurt Russell. I He's think his good. performance He's in good, that yeah. is right. is very good. I do like Kurt Russell. In that. I'm just trying to think if there's any other Western movies. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, he was. Was he in Kurt? No, he was in. No, he was. He was in, in Tombstone. Tombstone. I'm why. sorry. Wyatt Earp was Kevin Costner. Right? Kevin Costner, right. which I fucking usually hate. I don't know. I now I I've got him confused. You're right. It was fucking Kevin Cosner, and I hate him. Yeah. So, out of those three, which one would be next? I really did not like The Unforgiven that much. I thought it was boring. I thought it was way too long, and there just wasn't enough action in it. Hmm. I guess I would have to say Young Guns too. <laughs> If I was gonna, and um, then, then Unforgiven, and follow that up with Wyatt Earp. I think Wyatt Earp is the shittiest one because it was the Kevin Cosner one, <laughs> and I completely forgot. He's often shitty. I was I was confusing it with with fucking Kurt Russell, and Kurt Russell was awesome. Back to the Future Three. <laughs> Back to the Future Three. Yeah, it's a western. Oh shit! <laughs> You're right. It was. Uh, yeah. I, I gotta say you're you're probably right. Even though that was the weakest of the Back to the Future movies, yeah. probably better than Young Guns too. Posse. I don't remember Posse. Posse. Yeah. Which one's that? That's the all black cowboy movie. I just don't remember yeah. it. Speaking of which, um, I'm sure I've seen it. Next week is our Black Mo- uh, Black History Month movie. Yeah. What are we doing, Paul? Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights. It's about fucking time. It's about fucking time. One of the. Uh, one of the movies that was that was uh, had more f words than almost any other <laughs> any episode movie in of this history. podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh yeah, that that was one of the, that was the one that came out, and then Martin Lawrence did his stand up uh-huh. like not too long afterwards, mm-hmm. and he had just like five more f words oh, yeah. in it just so he would have the most. So like that was a big fucking deal. For Eddie him. Murphy's in that. You know, you know what I watched this week? Richard Pryor, yeah. fucking Red Fox. I mean, that cast is, is ridiculously uh, I, good. I, I watched Arsenio Hall. The Golden Child this weekend. Yes. Brother Great Nimsy. <laughs> fucking love The Golden Child. I, I forgot how damn funny that movie was. But it's another one of those like adventure movies where yeah. there's a lot of failure, a lot of wins, a lot of losses. Yeah. It's like it's a good goddamn movie. Nimsy. Instead of that movie st- that movie you said with the one My guy. My brother has forgiven me. He keeps talking about himself. <laughs> and he's trying to, like, you know, Murphy's just trying to go talk about the missing kid. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes over to the turtle. <laughs> and he's like, fuck Timmy. <laughs> God, don't tell everyone. Hilarious. Yeah, that movie's really good. Um, 
Yeah. It's one of Eddie Murphy's best. Oh, it's a great movie. Supernatural sci-fi shit. Well, I think back then you had the um that that wasn't too far away from when uh, Big Trouble in Little China came yeah. out. And that movie is just ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Ridiculously good. So anyway, uh thanks for listening to us again this week. Uh, we appreciate the uh, we appreciate all of you. And the support we really do that we're getting. So uh Next week, Harlem we'll, Nights. Harlem Nights, and then um, we'll announce whatever. We'll we announce whatever after that. That's right. We haven't figured it out. We yet. haven't we haven't figured figured it out yet. We need we need a couple movies uh, this past couple weeks that we might go so. Anyway, have a wonderful freaking. Um, How'd you kill it? <laughs> we had music and then they killed it. That wasn't so wonderful. No. <laughs> now it's back. There we go. What the fuck, man? The You're just fucking with us. It is. Anyway. This well, is just an awesome fucking. It's just. It it just has a momentum to this music. It does, isn't it? It just makes you feel like you're going forward somehow. I don't know how, but it does. Yep. It's just a great. It's, it's like, opening. This would be good for like this or like Days of Thunder or oh. something like that. It, this Days would be the Thunder. music that you would hear, and it would be fucking awesome. Yeah, Days of Thunder's on Stars right now. Is it? Yeah. This is the when they're all introducing all the guys on Young Guns. Yeah, yeah. I want to watch Young Guns again just because I love this movie. It's a great movie. I advise it. We, we've had a couple good ones in a row. Yeah, it's odd for us. Yeah, we're going to have to pick a shitty one soon. <laughs> you guys are you guys are not going to like us anymore because we like all these fucking movies. And we're talking over the music, which is awesome. Yeah, fuck this music. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll see you next week in Jamie Shotman. Take it easy. <laughs>